And a good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Sports and Media Podcast. I'm Jeff. I'm Joe. This is show 55. Double nickel today. You believe that? Yeah, we need a little Sammy Hagar singing, I guess. <laughs> there you go. Uh, well, what do you want to start off on? Do we want to start on the, the, the oldie but the goodie? The NFL anthem con- controversy will never go away, and we've stayed on it for... You're saying that there's some anthem controversy in the NFL? <laughs> Are you not familiar with this? Uh, the national anthem? <laughs> that if you kneel... To, uh, yeah, I don't understand what you're talking about Okay, here. sorry. I didn't mean to confuse you. Uh, well, basically, you know, they, it seemed that they were trying to come to an agreement, and everybody had all these ideas and plans, uh, and then stuff got out, and now they're talking about an NFL mandate... To make the players uh, stand, which is only making the players mad, which and then makes the fans mad because they're mad that the players are mad. So the circle just never stops, Joe. It never will stop. Well, you know, it's funny because I think it also has led to, I mean, we're getting all kinds of bits and pieces out of these fall owners meetings. Yeah. And uh, I think Sal Palantonio and Jim Trotter are out there telling us afterwards what some of the things they've learned. And they've, they've done a really good job with it. Yeah. Uh, but I've also heard that they don't, want to require the players to stand. And did you see um, the press conference from uh, uh, Goodell? Yeah, a little bit of that, yeah. And, and there, and I saw bits and pieces of it. I didn't see the entire thing. But one of the things he was saying was, we understand that players have their rights for free speech. And they had several owners on, on, on one of the pieces on ESPN saying the very same thing. So the owners, some of them get it. And I, I also heard, I don't know if this is true, that they put a lot more moderate owners on this panel than the Jerry Joneses, and that's why a lot of these ideas are passing through. Um, so the last <laughs> I've heard is they're not going to try to require the players to do that. And it seems like they've, they've shifted going, hey, you know what? This is about free speech. This is a free speech. They all want to be on the right side of history here, I think, ultimately. <laughs> they're trying to get there. And they're trying <laughs> to convince the fans this isn't about that. But at the same time, they're saying, hey, it's not about this. It's about that. So you can still love us and still appreciate the players at the same time. Isn't that the sense uh, you're getting? You, you hit the nail on the head, exactly. I think they've got the message out there. Now, whether or not it actually will come to fruition, we'll see. <laughs> whether or not fans in Baltimore and other places start yeah. booing for prayers before games and, and things the NBA like that players are weighing in on whether they would greg popovich yeah popovich called the president names the president said the nfl uh should um, require it uh, you know shot khan the jaguars owner is saying that uh, you know that president trump is just mad because he didn't get to own the buffalo bills in 2014 or the usfl and, or the usfl so it's just the circle this it's it's amazing every day there's something new about this anthem controversy and then colin kaepernick you know supposedly had a job offer turned it down in the nfl from whom who i didn't hear that they won't say who okay it's just that and they said he was invited to some of these meetings and some people say he wasn't it's like this it's i don't understand this cannot be this hard it should be a lot simpler (laughs) and and michael bennett came out and said that uh the first thing that's to be done is kaepernick has to get a job yeah well some teams don't need him Yep. Some teams clearly do need yeah. him. Like, like I can't imagine why the Packers wouldn't bring him into, into camp. They're on the verge of being in a playoff, and you bring him in, he's got to be better than the people you have in place. And they're having an off week this week. Yes, I don't understand why he isn't there, at least for a tryout. I mean, you can bring him in for a tryout, see if he's in decent shape and go from there. Um, but, yeah, it's just when they brought up a, a couple of – they've got a, two guys I've never heard of behind Hundley. So, I mean, they're they're one play <laughs> away from playing a guy that, yeah. you know – Please tell me that those art guys are better than Kaepernick. No they, they They aren't. Yeah. There's no way. You're exactly um, right. I, I did think that it was interesting that they um, did start having these meetings. 
um, clearly they're listening to our podcast, and that yeah. must be the reason that has prompted all of this. I would think so, because, because you know we are odd difference makers <laughs> in the media world right here <laughs> on the Jeff and Joe Sports and Media Show. Yes, we are. Uh, so that's enough NFL anthem. I'm sure we'll get back to it before the show is over. Uh, Major League Baseball playoffs are down to the Final Four. Your Yankees are up 3-2. I mean, they were almost out right. of it and now right back on the one win away from the World Series. So you've got to be excited about this. Well, in the playoffs, here's the whole thing. Major League Baseball has to be excited for this. Yeah. If, if this series goes to a Yankees-Dodgers World Series, this is going to be one of the highest-rated series they've had in years because it's traditional rivals. These two teams have played in probably a dozen World Series almost. Um, they are two large markets. Uh, they haven't played each other in this way. And you, have, you also have the, the, probably the AL uh, Rookie of the Year, the NL Rookie of the Year, and maybe even an MVP for one of it. Maybe know. even a – well, not a Cy Young. You probably won't have that. But well, Kershaw the, might be a Cy Young. Kershaw, yeah, yeah, I figured he, he has a shot at it. But this, is, this, is, this would be fantastic. Of course, they could sell Houston, too, if they wanted to. Yeah. Uh, but who'd want to when you have the Yankees, right? <laughs> exactly. Well, and here's what, an interesting comic, and I, I, a comment that I heard that I kind of agree with, and I was thinking about this. I wish I would have said it first. These Yankees are not as unlikable – as some of the previous Yankee teams with A-Rod and, and Pettit and the people who didn't like Pettit Jeter. was unlikable? I, I thought mean, he was always a rather likable uh, Christian guy. I mean, I mean and it's because you're a Yankees fan here. You're no, right. I mean, seriously, I, I didn't well, know I, that. The he, drug, I mean, the steroid thing. I mean, oh, after yeah, that yeah. happened, sure. Okay, you know, I, I get it. And, you know, they, was, they were just, you know, they, was, they won so often that you could become hated, too. Oh, I think, I think if this team sees, yeah. starts winning, this team will be hated, oh, too. Yeah, a couple of years from now, they're going to be hated. But right now, people like Judge. They like Hicks. They like Sanchez. You know, they like the, the Greg Bird story. Uh, uh, you know, Sabathia, we can all relate to being CC Sabathia. There's the big, you know, the big lovable bear out there. So uh, I think this is a likable Yankees team. So that makes it a little bit better for the Major League Baseball fans. I just like the fact that I want the Cubs and the um, the Dodgers to go seven. I want the Yankees and Astros to go seven because there's just nothing like playoff baseball. It is so fun to go home. Especially a game seven. And just ready to watch playoff baseball. Uh, I, I would like for the series to go six, but <laughs> I, I, I completely understand. If I were in your shoes, I would be the same thing because a game seven is, is electrifying. And, and also in the NFL, I mean, not NFL, the NBA and the NHL, it's like that as well. But this 96, there was a great column from um, uh, the New York Daily News talking about equating this team to the 96 Yankees. And it'll be oh, interesting. You had to bring that up, didn't you? No. Well, sorry. Sorry, Brace. But, I mean, I, I think we may have talked a little bit about this before. I don't know if it was off air or not. But um, you have a bunch of young players, and you're going, who are these guys? How can they ever win? And then, of course, through the years, you realize, oh, that's these young guys. Yep. And you have people like you know, and Aaron Judge. You have these young players that have all come up through the system. They Both teams fell behind 2-0 in a series. And actually, this is the second time they've fallen the 2-0. were down against the Twins, you know, when you think about in that game. 3 nothing in the top of the first. They were down, you know, to, you know three game, or two games of the Indians. They were down you know, two games here. So, yeah, They're 4-0 and in elimination games so in the series so far. That's pretty good. Um, and on top of that, being down 2-0 in this other series here. It's, it's really a fascinating team. You, it's tough to dislike this team oh, individually, and it's tough to dislike the storyline, too. Yeah. I think it's helped, so, and the Yankees need that, and baseball needs that. You don't want a team that people hate because they, they may turn them off, You know, kind of like the Patriots and the Ravens in the NFL. 
the Yankees right now are young and they're fun and they're fun to watch. The fans are into it. The, the new Yankee Stadium is roaring, uh, and the, and Aaron Judge is an absolute. He's just a treasure to watch. And you think he about is. the kids. This big, this talented, making great plays. You know, oh, his defense. He's. I mean, yeah, he, he, he stole a home run. He's in in the Indian series. He 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 grabbed one off the wall. As a matter of fact, they were joking about. Uh, that was one of the great lines uh, in in the game. There, checking to see whether or not the wall was okay. Yeah, was. I don't know if that was who who that was. I forget who it was. But um, yeah, he, he's a treasure. Todd Frazier, Jersey kid, won the yeah. won the Little League World Series from playing in Tom's River, New Jersey, and he's out there like a little cheerleader. He's thirty one years old yeah. and he's fitting in with the place. There's lots of great storylines but despite all of those storylines i forget which day it was it was uh, maybe it was game three or four the dodgers cubs game which started at 10 actually got better ratings and people say why the older you know the, the late games why do you put them late because they still get good ratings oh yeah and they're all i mean it stinks to you know for the cub fan who have to be up early but eight o'clock start stinks here at central time but i mean it's still still the cubs dodgers and the cubs probably have one of the biggest followings ever as do the yankees and dodgers but when you combine you know cubs dodgers you're going to get you know two gigantic markets and and and, and you know, not that Houston's a small town, but we just don't really equate Houston with gigantic ratings. Even though the it's country. a top five market, right? It's, yeah, but but, but it's not this. No national fall. You're right. You're There's, I know Dodger, Abs- I've yes. got three or four Dodger fans here in Central Illinois that are buddies of mine. But I, you know, I don't know. Well, I our friend Jeff, Jeff, our friend Jeff Lynch is a big, because yeah, yeah. he grew up in Brooklyn. I have no, I, I have no one who's an Astros fan. I don't know an Astros fan. Think about it. Do you know an Astros fan? That's a great question, huh? I think my uh, oh, okay, yeah. I don't well, know let's switch to the nationally a little bit. The Cubby fans are, you know, they're they're, they're relieved. It's that they're down three one, but they didn't get swept. And now, you know, hopefully they can, uh, you know, play a little better tonight uh, to get past Game Five in Wrigley, which I hope they do. Uh, but Joe Madden, you know, last night, you know, Yin got ejected the second time in the series. He was justified because it was the, one of that, the worst calls in baseball history. Well, because that umpire only saw it on the he taught, saw it on the screen, and that's not a reviewable call. Um, and why not? Well, but I know. No, no I, I agree it should be, but it's not. Yeah. And this umpire usurped his authority, and he looked, and he cheated, essentially, by looking up and realized what happened. Yep. So... Fortunately, it didn't cost the Cubs, though. Yeah, I'm glad it didn't because then you imagine what the the, the, the we're talking about Curtis Granderson when he yeah. fouled one into the dirt and they said that it wasn't and yeah yeah so uh, but Joe Madden is also a very maddening coach. You you want to like him, but he does things that are just I don't get. And you know his lineup makes no sense half the time. He starts people on a hunch, you know, and he he, he pulls his pitchers knowing his relievers are bad. He just. He has gotten by with kind of this cutesy and all these great quotes and all this funny stuff he does with the team. But I tell you what, if he – thank God he won that one for Cubs fans last night because it's a little bit of reprieve for him. But I can see where the Cubs fans would – he would be have a short stint in Chicago with, with some of its antics in his lineup. You know, Zobrist has won the two, la, the two World Series – the last two World Series. And he played. loves Zobrist because he and played he, from in Tampa Bay. And he's been on the bench most of the most of the series. I, I, it's amazing to me. Uh, I don't get it. I'm not a Cub fan, but I, I, I understand baseball, I think, and some of his lineups just absolutely shock me. And he's been railed on by this. The Chicago media has been all over him, and he's basically said he doesn't care. And he, what did he say? He goes, Twitter doesn't make my lineup. I do. <laughs> but then again, if you listen to the announcers last night, they said actually that you know Joe Madden was asking us about our lineup. So he kind of likes to play both sides of the fence, and I think it's you're starting to see through a little of the facade that is Joe Madden. That's my opinion. 
Well, I, I think that you take the entire Chicago media, which I have a tremendous respect for, and put them all together. None of them combined know as much as Joe Madden about baseball. <laughs> and I tell my students that all the time. These guys have forgotten more than we ever know what they're doing, the day-to-day, all the little aspects. And sometimes what happens in the media, we think we know as much as these guys, and we don't have a clue. You know, even when we used to have Jimmy, Sch- Jimmy Schmitz, the former coach, or Jason yeah. Anderson we have now, they come in and talk about baseball. I feel like that's a sport I know more than anything. I've covered it. I've covered it in pretty much most of the levels. Um, I don't know nearly as, nearly as much as those guys. And, oh, yeah, when you, and, they live it. And so I, I, I think your points are right. I think it's the fact that he's unorthodox, and, and baseball, more than any other sport, I think is built upon the traditional and the orthodox uh, method of going it. And when people go against that, people are surprised. It's like when people say, hey, do something different. Uh, uh, oh, no, that's not the way we did it before. <laughs> you know, we have that here at the university, oh, you yeah, know, all the time. All yeah. the time. So Darius I, online says we should be talking about the fact it's homecoming at Eastern and we have to beat Jacksonville State's uh, 27-game winning streak. Uh, we Saturday. would if anybody besides a few of us cared. Yeah, well, it's just going to be a tough game for the Panthers. The Eastern has won five games by 13 points. Darius and Jacksonville State's really good, and I think we might be down to our third quarterback. And I'm a little nervous. I pray the Panthers win. I'll be oh, same the Panthers here. Win, but uh, Jacksonville State might be at another level than we are right now this year. You know what's kind of interesting though is, and, and a bigger picture is homecomings in general. It yep. used to be that you would schedule a team that you thought you could beat, and we're seeing this year all these teams that are facing like so. Who who put LSU? Was it Florida? Florida, Florida put uh, LSU on the homecom for their homecoming. Well, game. that was because of the rain last year though, so it messed up their schedule. Right, right. Yeah. But still, yeah. you're just going. Do you really yeah. want LSU yeah. for that? And so I don't know if this is the team we want on there. But the you know. OBC set the schedule according to what I've heard, but I. I you still but, think there could be a little bit of... But we could set which week we want homecoming. Well, that's what I was thinking, too. My so, goodness. Yeah. We can set it whenever we want. I would assume you are correct. Hopefully, Mr. go Knights, you know. So, yeah, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm thinking about my yeah, other school. Yeah, go Panthers. Well, sorry. Yeah, UCF yeah. is doing real well, now, too. Speaking of Panthers, former Panther Dino Babers had an oh, unbelievably wow. gigantic win. He did. The Syracuse Orange, which I can't u- get used to saying, the Syracuse Orange. Orangemen. Orange knocked off the uh, Clemson Tigers, who were number two in the nation, last Friday night. And, uh, you know, Dino is getting the national recognition again. His name's kind of been bandied about it. Nebraska, Tennessee, why, you know, some other schools. So, uh, we'll see. Uh, he did an amazing job. He, yeah. he made the team here so ex- exciting. Even when they lost, you wanted to watch. Yep. They were just so fast-paced. He turned over, what was it, uh, Ball State? Not Ball State. That's where uh, somebody yep, else Yep, San Diego State was here. And they turned around no, Bowling no, Green. He, he went to Bowling Green. Yeah. I was I was yep. thinking about our women's basketball no, Brady coach. Brady Lee went to Ball State. Brady yeah. went to Ball State. And then he goes there, and he's turned Syracuse. Syracuse, everybody thinks, is a power. They've been <laughs> they've been a chump for a long time. Yeah, in, in that, Donald McMahon the Ab was there was yeah. the last time they were relevant, The fact right? that they beat Clemson is... is I was shocked. But yeah. I was happy for Dino. He's a good dude. Absolutely. Um, other in, uh, media news, Andy Katz has resurfaced. He's going to work a uh, Big Ten Network. And I like Andy Katz, the former ESPN uh, uh, basketball reporter who kind of got, you know, uh, fired or, you know, not renewed his contract. At He's a really sharp guy. Um, have you ever listened to, I think it's on the POTUS radio network. Um, I, I forget the woman who does a show. It's, it's usually fairly good. She she has him on frequently. He good. speaks very smartly about politics and, and sports media, the you know the nexus yeah. between the two. I like Katz a yeah, lot. Yeah, so I'm glad he got a job. He'll be on the Big Ten Network, which is nice around here because we're right in the middle of Big Ten country. So get to see Andy Katz back on uh, television. Uh, what what do you think about the announcers in Major League Baseball uh, that have been doing the playoffs? Because I think Matt Vazgarian and uh, uh, John Smoltz have done – wasn't, isn't it Matt Fasciari? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, works for MLB as well. Those two guys, I they think, will. They mesh I well. think they're too, I think they're far better 
than the National League. It's Buck uh, and Darling. Um, right? Isn't it Joe Buck and Ron Darling? Yeah, it's Joe Buck and. Is it Joe Buck? Yeah. I was thinking. Well, Sean McDonough and him have been going back and forth. Okay, forwards. maybe that's yeah. it. Not, and I like McDonough. Yeah, McDonough is my all-time favorite baseball. McDonough is fantastic, and, and I think I Matt's mean, good, and I think Buck is good. And, and oh, I'm sorry. Matt, Buck did take over from Matt Fasheri, and yeah. he's, he's doing it with Smoltz. Those yeah. two guys are doing such an amazing job. And I, and I like Darling. I just, I don't know. I just, it just the, the announcing hasn't drawn me in as much. Not that it's bad. Have you noticed? I mean, what are your what thoughts? What I like is just what you said is it's not, I listen to the announcers because they do, they really pick up on some nuances. Especially in the baseball, game. they're important. But I haven't, they haven't said anything that makes me say, what are they watching? It's just more like they're part of the game. They're bringing you the game like a good professional. Very professional. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with the broadcast. I do not like. The in-game interviews in the dugout with Hate the coaches. I, I, I just don't. I, my, I'm an old guy. Like when it comes to that, I just I don't see a purpose for it. The coaches are very agreeable. They do it. I know they don't want to, but they're nice. They come off nice. You know, Madden came off nice last night with Sam Ryan. But you know, in the middle of the game, he doesn't want to take that minute and a half to do that interview. I'm sorry. Uh, he'll never admit it because you know baseball is paying him, and we're we're paying for you know Fox is paying for the ratings or the the, the broadcast rights. But man, it just seems wrong to me. Yeah, I don't I, have anything against Sam Ryan. She seems pretty knowledgeable in baseball. No, absolutely. It's just, she it's just fine. awkward to have a in the middle of the game. We're going to talk to you know, and what's he going to say? You know, really, what's he going to say? Yeah, I, I, I'm the. I, I guess it bothers me less than it used to. It used to really well, bother me. It's part of the game. You're just used it's, to it, right? Yeah, well, it's just, that's just the way things go, and you just sort of keep uh, plowing forward. I think baseball lends itself to it better than any other sport because you can talk between innings. You do have innings. minute and a half, two minutes between Yeah, games, you can yeah. do it between innings. I mean, clearly you don't want to have that in the seventh or eighth or ninth inning. Yeah. You want to do it early, but... That's just part of the game. And baseball is a chatty sport. And I don't you think, I mean, I don't yeah. know. I mean, yeah, that's the sport you have to chat the most about yeah. because between every single pitch. And uh, I'm sure it's a nice break for the main announcers to let, you know, take it down to the dugout. They can catch breath sure. and get a drink. But, yeah, it just kind of drives me nuts. I've, um, been, I've been enjoying the post game. Uh, with someone like I Todd Frazier, Todd Frazier. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm a young man. I'm a young man. You're a younger. I'm a man. young man of 54. Um, I uh, Todd Frazier is just he's going to be an announcer oh, someday. Yeah. This you guy's going, hey, man, he throws man in all the time. He's just excited. I mean, this guy, my wife, who's a, has become a baseball fan through the years, and my, young, and my oldest daughter, who, who enjoys, both of them enjoy it, they're both on there, and they're just getting so excited about these games, and they like this guy, Frazier, too, yeah. him and Didi and all the other things. This Yankee team is just smiling all the time, yeah, and that's what I love time. about it, too. Well, when you're, when you're ahead of your natural what people think the progression of the playoffs is and the Yankees are a year or two ahead it's and they're young kids it reminds me they, again go back to the 91-92 Braves you know didn't they, they were ever going to make it the World Series they did it reminds me a lot about that same way 96 Yankees yeah, too it's just it's fun you know, baseball and playoff baseball is just it's so much fun I don't care every you. pitch is different and I don't know if there's a sport where the postseason of the same sport is different than than, than, the than the regular season. season. Oh, it's coached differently. It's played. The NFL game. It's you can't tell yeah. if it's the Super Bowl or not. You know, the NBA probably not the NHL, and it's it's a lot different. Oh yeah. One one thing. How about the Cam Newton this past week? Uh, maybe it was more than a week ago. Well, when he talked about the female reporter. Oh yeah, he uh, mouthed off about you know, the 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 question was about routes and things like yeah. that. I just thought that I know we talked a little. I think we talked a little about it last yeah. week. It's but he came out with a pseudo apology there. But he says I was just kidding because I thought that was a decent question, Ben. And the fact that it came from anybody, much less a woman, you know, I was just like, well, that's still sort of a don't apologize if you don't re- mean it. Yeah. All right, because every one of us can pick up on 
the fact that you've been told to do this. Just you know, come out and with a statement, write it like it should be said, and don't read it and move on because you you, you just look dumber. And Rick Pitino coming out with his oh. apology. Well, did you with, see with the Jay Billish? Jay Billish, which right there, ESPN really. You you put the biggest you know pro coach pro basketball guy that you have who's in bed with all these guys anyway. Be careful using that term <laughs> yeah, nowadays. You know, yeah, he's in cahoots with you know all these, <laughs> and he never asked two questions that were so important. This isn't your first instance in trouble, you know, Patino. You know, so is there a pattern? Never ask that. Never ask the most important question was the Adidas money. Why was only twenty five or thirty thousand of all these millions going to your program when it was going to you? How can you justify that? He never answered those questions. All the other stuff, and you could tell Patino was trying to come off as as uh, he was holier than thou. Holier than thou. And maybe he didn't know anything. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt, but you still have to ask the tough questions if you get to sit down with Patino. Bill is just absolutely failed. Not at all. Not at all. He wasn't the right person for yeah. that question. And he was the wrong person to do the interview. And ESPN <laughs> should be ashamed of itself. Bill should be ashamed of himself. I actually felt I thought Patino came off of the three entities: ESPN, Patino, and Billis. Patino came off the best, and I do not like Rick Patino for, for anything, but he came out the best of that. He did. He said some. Yeah, grand. The, the, he made some grand statements yeah, about legacy really, that it doesn't care. It doesn't I, it's matter. All about humility and then the right, stuff he right. said about the FBI. Oh, you don't lie to them. I told them exactly the truth, and and so I, I tended to don't believe, lie to the FBI unless you yeah, could go to jail. Yeah, <laughs> right. And so, which I don't think he's going. I mean, no, I don't know that he's done anything. Just, oh, I was just, I was just floored by the fact that there, how that interview went. So you got me going now, Joe. You happy? Yeah, I do. <laughs> keep going. Keep going. It's I'm good. good. I'll say something. It's, uh, uh, the other thing is, you know, the NBA this week, it's, it kicked off. I just uh. think it's a bad week for them to start. You're in the middle of... Uh, of playoff baseball, which is sucking up some of the oxygen. Yeah. You're in the middle of the NFL season there, which you, you can't avoid anyway. Yeah. Hockey's already in play. Either either start earlier or later. Well, don't start on a Tuesday night. <laughs> no, no. A Tuesday night is not. I don't, I don't, and even though they got fairly good ratings for some of the games, you had the Cavs yeah. and, and, and the, um, the Celtics and what was it, the Rockets and, and yeah. the Warriors. Um yeah, Tuesday night, a playoff game. I guess maybe they're thinking Tuesday night, no Thursday night football. Maybe there'll be an off day for baseball. But yeah, yeah. but yeah, but you know, like I said, people love the NBA right now, and so of course the worst news was Gordon Hayward's injury. Yeah, that was um, horrible. And you know, there and there were some people been mad at TNT because they kept showing it, I guess. And so, uh, but yeah, well, a lot of people haven't seen it. And once you hear see it, uh, hear about it, you you wanted to see it. I, I saw the play and I went, <laughs> oh, that's. I mean, I don't need to see it more than yeah. once, Ooh. but. Um, something else that was interesting is that the, some of the ratings from last year, they were looking at it. They had their lowest ratings in years last year for the regular season, but last year's playoffs had like this, the highest rating for the postseason since like 90, the Bulls and Jazz, what, 98, yeah. I think it was. It's kind of interesting. It seems like people are not as tuned in. Even locally, they're low. Like Major League Baseball, we talked about, the ratings are going up. NBA locally is going down. Or it has the last couple of years, well, but yeah. the playoffs are going up because everybody wants. Everybody really wants to cut to the chase. Yeah, give me Cavs, Warriors, four. Exactly. <laughs> That's what it's going to come down to, unless another major injury hits one of those. Two and teams. when are people going to stop start hating the Warriors like they do the Yankees? It's funny, is why? I, why? I, I don't. I have think a little they, chip on my shoulder here. I, why? I what's going on? Why? I. This is my opinion. I think Stephon Curry is has people like him. He seems likable. He's having fun. People out like there. Jeter. 
People like yeah, Mariana Rivera. Nah, a little bit. But if you got beat by those guys you know, a lot, you, you, you learn not to like them. And so... But, but Courier, if you're facing stuff on Curry, Steph Curry is beating a lot of teams a lot of times. I think people watch how people play. Jeter had no emotion when he played. Rivera came in with a scowl. Steph Curry has fun playing baseball. Playing fun playing basketball. He's he's kind of clowning out there some, and I think people like that more. LeBron's got the scowl on his face, so he's a little bit more hated than Curry. Curry's just kind of got that. I'm having a great time, and but I, it's kind of. Tra- I mean, what some people would perceive to be trash talk or, oh. or the things he says and laughs is like. <laughs> I mean, I love it. I mean, I, I love Jordan. I love watching him almost more than any other player. I love the watching the Warriors. I'm with you on all of those things. But maybe it's the things you're talking about. I mean, those those yeah. things well, do Jordan, have an effect on people. Was the biggest trash talker ever, and everybody in the world. You say anything, and I'm I'm not a Michael Jordan fan. I'm the one, and you say something about Michael Jordan around in Illinois, they they want to throw you to the wolves, you know. Right. Um, but it's just it's funny how yeah, that, that's what makes sports perceptions. Great. Sure, but that's what makes sports oh, great. Yeah. Is because absolutely. You look at Derek Jeter as a, as a guy that everybody loves. I look at Derek Jeter as a great baseball player, but. Man, all he did was, you know... He, he Maybe ran. everybody respected, yeah. if not loved, because yeah. even the Red Sox cheered for him his yeah. last series, but you're right. He wasn't... Steph Curry has a lot of emotion out there, and, um, and people brought, like he, that. And he was the first one to bring his kid to the press conference after the sure. game. Sure, oh, and, yeah. Cute little kid fa- there. And, and, and people do remember Del Curry as a good shooter, and so that fan oh, yeah. seemed like a good fan. I don't know. Maybe that's it. It's hard. That's what makes sports so fun. We all can agree to disagree on stuff and, and move on. Do you think Aaron Judge is going to be one of those guys? Right now, Aaron Judge has it. I mean, he is... But he's more of a Jeter. If you listen to the post game, it's oh, all team, 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 oh yeah, team. <laughs> I think so. I think people like G, uh, like Judge because he seems like... He strikes out so much. So we can we kind of can, we can live with that, you know? Because if, his slugging percentage, OPS, yeah. is still over 1,000. Yeah, and so you <laughs> yeah. can Oh like, my God. Yeah, you know, that's where I like Aaron Judge is because it's home run or strikeout, and I think every sports fan <laughs> can relate to him a little bit right now we we, we know he's going to strike out two or three times but we stay and wait for that one bomb and then he plays defense and he comes off as a great guy no matter what he's done yeah. you're right oh so, no i think i think you know he's next, exciting he's very exciting world series people are going to not like him that's just the way it works well maybe not him <laughs> because i think i think dd gregorius laughing yeah. the whole time smiling and todd frazier even more so but it's kind of funny you said that we can liken ourselves to a six seven 282 pound guy who can run like a deer throw like a yep. cannon and can hit balls you because know farther than anybody else uh, it's the strike us yep. <laughs> in there that's right that's what makes me think about it I yeah, mean, I, can yeah. remember, I can remember when you, you everybody remembers when they struck out at some time it was an important time in your baseball career whether you're eight or 18 and it's you just you, you know and he does it all the time it doesn't seem to affect him one bit he goes out and catches like, the balls over eh, the fence i struck he's out get a 400 foot home run the next inning and he's gonna be smiling to get on base and do the thumbs down thing and move on that has been hysterical yeah. that has been a really fun i like kind of i like stuff this is probably the only yankees team i've liked in the last well, all my life in baseball, I'll, I'll be the I'll be the first. Day, you okay, know? okay. I, that's why I'm rooting for this. I want it to go seven, and I want the Yankees now to win. But I want it to go seven, Joe. I know you would really get over in six, so you can. Breathe. I'm still wiped out from last night's game. It's yep. just it, it's funny being a fan of a team that you really invest yourself in. There's there's sports that we care about. Like I know you're you're a Braves fan and a Steelers fan and all those others. Which of those teams, as a fan, drains you the most in a big game? Oh, Steelers on a Sunday, dude. That's it. Just I mean, it that's the draining. Every Sunday. Every Sunday. Every Sunday. Every single Sunday is an absolute. How about drain. in the playoffs? Oh, then it's even when they're playing a game and it's a tight game. It's, it's going quadruple. to the fourth quarter. Do you remember when we almost got beat by the Jets about seven, eight years ago in the playoffs when they mi- but they end up missing the field goal to send it to overtime? Yeah, sure. I mean, I think I broke a plastic cup because I was squeezing it so hard in my hand. <laughs> 
uh, you know, my, my wife will just walk to the other side of the house or she'll end up having to go shopping. And, and so, yeah, the, the Steelers are the one. That's one and done a lot. You know, if the Penguins or the Braves, and the Braves lost a lot of playoff series. So the Braves don't affect you in the same level. Not that they don't affect if, you. In 91 through about 99, yes. After that, I, 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 this is you talk to a lot of Braves fans, I'll tell you the same thing. From about 91 to 99, really 96 is when it broke Because they were still good. What was it, 2000? Yeah, we they played the, playoffs, the Mets, 2000, I guess. 2003 ish. But at that point, we were so used to Bobby Cox messing the playoffs up, it didn't affect me near as bad. Really? I, I knew we were going to lose because I knew Bobby Cox couldn't coach. Hmm. Over, most, he's one of the most overrated coaches, in my opinion. I know. You know well, what? he can certainly coach. He can coach in the playoffs. Well, he as, as effectively as his opponent. Well, I, I again will go back to this. I disagree with maybe what you said earlier. <laughs> if I have Smoltz, Maddox, and Glavin, I am going to win 100 games in the regular season to get my team to the playoffs. But when I get the playoffs is when I have to do something different. And his idea of different would be to take his best players and put them on the bench like Joe Madden and play these hunch players that never worked. Yeah, I just think it's far more difficult than that. I, there's so much that you and I could never do at that level. I think. I just think. I you, think this. I think select plays. But the guys who got you there, don't you think they deserve to play? I think you play with the hot hand. See, I a lot of times. Uh, like, but how do you know what the hot hand is? What I'm saying, you how to, is John Jay the hot hand for the Cubs over Zobris? I would game? say that I don't know that because I don't hang out with them, and I'm not seeing him in batting practice. I'm not talking about I don't know physically, psychically, any of the other things. I'm not talking to his teammates. I'm not assessing the game to the level that the managers are and the coaches are. So I can't answer that question. I can tell you as a fan, but as a coach, they I just I understand they know more than me. Not that they don't make mistakes. But I just think overall, so Joe, they're yeah. going to make more right uh, decisions than I am. So our show is really a microcosm of sports all the way down to everything. You know, when you think about it. That's why I love doing this. It's yeah. fun. We are way late already, Joe. We're almost a half hour in. Oh, are we really? Yeah. Okay. Well, and did you want to chat about The Walking Dead or wait till next week? Well, here's what we're going to do. We Next week, we'll always do our Walking Dead. We'll, we'll kind of review it. Now, I've seen some of the – I've seen a little bit of the previews, and I can't really get – they go so fast right now. They're not really letting us catch on what's going on. So I, I really don't know what to expect. What do you What do you expect? Oh, I have no idea. As a matter of fact, it's it's so funny because it's – as much as I follow it and read about it and write it, I, I need to go back and watch the last three, four shows yeah. at the very least to remind myself all the specific details what led us to that. I remember – my, my wife and I were talking about this the other day about some aspects, but I'm going, geez, I forget about that. I need to learn about it. Yeah. So I like the fact that I don't know, but I am encouraged or maybe hopeful that there's going to be a lot more excitement this year than last year's season because yeah. it was good, slow. Remember that? Good, slow. Oh, have Let me have someone's life yeah. story. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, I want more yeah. zombies. I think you said it more zombies, more action. And they did say they're going to kill go some away. people off. They are going to go away from the one the episodes about the individuals. They're going to go back more into the team and the war. It, and is the that because the fans complain so much? I think so. I mean, and, and they were they drug on. I mean, oh know? my God, did they drag and on? You got to the. You hate to say it, but you almost got. We all got sucked into who's going to die this week. Well, it's it's what's going to happen big this week, and that's what I think the Walking that's Dead fans want. want. It doesn't have to be somebody dying, but something big has to happen. You know? Absolutely. So I'm excited for Sunday and the kitty cat. We're ready to see the kitty cat. No, it's going to be tough if as <laughs> if the. Uh, uh, oh, I guess the the baseball players will be over by Sunday, so uh, the the LCS goes Friday and Saturday. There you go. So I'll be ready for Sunday, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully with a smile on my face. All right, next week we'll have a lo- Walking Dead recap of episode one. So if you don't watch it by next Thursday, you're out of luck. We're going to tell you what happened. I'm Jeff. I'm Joe. Have a great day, everybody.